Hello there, and you're very welcome along to Barry Abbreviated, a podcast talking all things news, random topics, and movies. I hope you're all keeping very well um, this week. Um, a bit where I'm more well rested, I'm a bit more organised, so I'm feeling pretty confident about this episode. I think it's going to be a good one. I've done a bit of research, and yeah, um, from my end, things are looking promising. How this will turn out in the end, we shall see. Uh, now, yeah, uh, I think that was good enough for an intro. This is episode 29, and we're talking a bit about sleep this week. So sit back, relax, get comfortable, grab yourself a drink, do whatever you gotta do, and let's get on with the episode. As usual, well, as sometimes, this week we, st- we are talking a little bit about news, and what I want to bring up is the strange activity that has been occurring on the Twittersphere. This is some super local news, as none other... We're acquiring like an A-list celebrity. He is Dominic Toretto's brother. He's playing Peacemaker in the upcoming film The Suicide Squad. And he's also hunted down the Transformer Bumblebee. And I think he may have actually done a bit of wrestling on the side. And if you haven't put it all together from them clues, I'm of course talking about John Cena, who was recently, for some reason, taking an interest in following a few Irish accounts. And of all people, he started following the Finn Harps football team in Bal Buffet. Uh, Finn Harps did tweet out when this happened, um, and like, quote, we're, we're having trouble seeing our latest follower. Any ideas? Like, end quote. Uh, unfortunately, John Cena hasn't any, hasn't said anything since, but still, I think it's a pretty big flex that um, Finn Harps is now followed by John Cena on Twitter. Now, you may think that the story ends there, but in the past week, uh, has he has also followed one of my good friends, Molly, on Twitter. Not to take the glory away from Finn Harps at all, but still pretty bizarre. I have spoken to Molly on this, and she did say that they're currently testing the waters with one another on their DMs, and he seems pretty sound, so I think that's just lovely to hear. Of all things, uh, John Cena, um, if John Cena aside, if you do have any like stories or of a celebrity that does follow you, or like just someone noteworthy in general, please get in touch. I would love to hear it, even if there's a story to it. Um, for me, the closest I would have would be um, Chris Green, who is a radio presenter on RTE. There's a bit of backstory to that, but um, yeah, I'll bring that up another time. So yeah, and that's kind of the news, brief, sweet, whatever you want to call it. So, topic time. Uh, now, with that, it's summer now, even though it might not seem like it right now at the moment, but if you remember back two weeks ago, it was absolutely scorching out there. But... Um, why I bring up the time of year is that it's a bit hotter now and one of the problems with the temperatures being higher is the fact that it can be a bit harder to stay cool and get some sleep. Personally, I'm down to using a blanket because just a duvet is just too hot and waking up like with sweating at night, it's it feels disgusting. Um, that's enough about me. I'm not, I'm not going to go into any more there. Um, so I decided to look into the strange like behavior and habits that people have when they're sleeping or trying to get to sleep, which led me on to thinking of that falling of feeling that we sometimes get when we're trying to get to sleep, which like I then looked into is like where the term it fall to fall asleep comes from, and there actually was no clear answer to it. So I don't know if this kind of links to where the origin of that word comes from or just the general say of like when you're tired you just basically fall into bed and fall asleep so yeah uh, who's to say um weirdly though um some people may not know what i'm talking about the falling this falling this in your sleep sensation 
is roughly only experienced by 60 to 70 percent of people i thought it was something just everyone experienced but i sit wrong um now to get technical and uh, start using big fancy words to try and sound smart that um falling feeling you get is called a hypnic jerk it's or sometimes they call it like a sleep start and that happens when you are in a hypnogogic state it's basically that moment when your body is going through a transition period of when it's trying to get to sleep but your body hasn't fully like shut down completely so um this is kind of all what I'm talking about here and kind of centered around today's topic. Um, why does this happen? So um, when the switchover is happening, like to try and dumb it down, it's kind of like the night staff are coming in to let away like the day crew and it isn't always like the smooth like flick of a switch. So there's a like a wee bit of friction between this like shift. As there is, um, there's two parts of your brain that are dealing with this, which... Um, are behind your eyes in that sort of area. They're called the reticular activating system and the ventrolateral preoptic nucleus. Yes, that is a mouthful. Um, you do not know how I to write this out if you see my notes in front of me to pronounce it all that right, but I think I got it good enough. So um, the reticular activating system is in charge of your brain when it's awake and the ventrolateral preoptic nucleus is part of the opposite, just so when you're trying to get to sleep. So, uh, as we are trying to get to sleep, a little thing called serotonin, which I have chatted about in past episodes, uh, now apart from the thing of making us feel happy, it also controls some of the larger muscles when we sleep. But what it doesn't do is control like the smaller parts of our body, like our lips, our ankles, on our wrists and fingers. And so that's kind of where it, like the movement can kind of occur from. So how this links to the... Um, hypnic jerk is that our body is starting to shut down and there's the neurotransmitters called GABA and glycine and what their job is to do to kind of paralyze your body to like help you drift off to sleep so say if you were having a dream you don't fall on start waving your arms like reacting to your dream but um, unfortunately it's not like a full full on effect it doesn't happen instantly so that's kind of why this falling effect like this falling feeling only happens maybe like 90 minutes or so when you are trying to drift off sleep. So your body, body it basically hasn't fully realized that it's time to stop moving. Now, um, there are other theories on this. Uh, one theory is that we get these jolts and it's part of our DNA from back like we are primates or like cavemen. Yeah, um, I know this sounds weird, but it it cropped up a couple of times as I was looking into it. So it must be a theory that people believe in but the theory goes that years and years ago when men used to live in trees and um there's like kind of the chance of us falling out of trees when we're sleeping so we kind of had this program self-defense of waking ourselves up before we actually like fell off the edge or say like hit actual ground uh but after years and years of evolution our body still has that kind of condition still underlying in our, th in our cells and it just hasn't fully gone away so uh yeah make of that what you will but mm, i don't know uh just also if this is something like you're wondering like why this actually what actually causes this or like anything that can make this accelerate this from keep happening so um what you can pr do is stay away from caffeine caffeine does not help um it's so, like when you're heading to bed your body is obviously trying to 
shut down so that wee kick of caffeine doesn't doesn't do any favors so uh no surprises there um another thing that i found out is like also exercise like if you do trying to exercise before you're trying to head to bed you're also you're like you're waking up your body and it's like an s it is like more work and stuff to do so that doesn't help it's like it's kind of very general it's along the stuff that just don't do anything strenuous or stressful also yeah just stress is another thing that also really tri- trigger it or um just ba- bad practices for going to bed like having a messed up sleeping sleeping pattern can lead to experience it more often because your bread your body uh, doesn't really know what it's doing and um, if this is something you do find interesting i'd say go back and check out episode 17 uh, on that one i talked about your body clock and how that all works so yeah um if you're free uh it's there waiting if you like go ahead check it out and um something to watch to get a bit serious for a second and um, something to watch out for if you are having really severe like hypnic jerks uh that could be a sign of like alzheimer's or parkinson's uh hypnic jerks uh, jerks can also become very frequent if you like suffer from like nerve damage or um like a brain injury but um yeah, uh, to finish this topic off on a bit of a lighter note, uh, back in 2014, they did studies into this, like they carried them out on babies. So what they did was um, they monitored their brain activity at night, kind of see what it got up to. And um, they, found, they found out something quite interesting because they found out like the wee twitches that the babies were doing at night. Like you could think it's just them like dreaming and they're reacting to the dream. But um they're actually trying to be self-generated so like they had no control over it and it was the parts of the brain that are associated with brain development were lighting up so it's almost like the brain even though like the body shut down is trying to learn itself and kind of grow and become better so that's kind of cool um to maybe but uh well yeah i'll throw it in anyway but they also carried this study on rats and it turned out that a lot of the rats their brains were actually more active at night when they were awake and moving about. So yeah, uh, do with that absolutely useless information, whatever you want. But that's kind of all I have on the hypnic jerk and that sleep start, whatever you want to call it. Now, uh, recommendation time. Uh, I'm going to go with something called the thick of it. I did try to think of one related to sleep, as I usually try to work in with the, like, the topic or theme. But I couldn't think of any except Inception and... I'm not going to recommend Inception because, like, it's Inception. Like, it speaks for itself. Like, there's there's no point in me telling you, like, to watch Inception because, like, everyone knows it's great anyway. So, um, to the thick of it, it is a TV series that follows a made-up government department in the UK. And it, the kind of the trouble and the kind of obstacles that it could encounter. It kind of shows, um, like, in the show, the government are always reacting to the situations and just basically making stuff up as it goes along and i i, I think it's it, 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 i i'm struggling to speak here um what i'm trying to say is i think it's a really kind of like an honest and kind of humorous depiction of government uh peter capaldi is in it and he is absolutely amazing he's like almost this like bulldog of a character and it's he just like is set out as a like, kind of a handler of these people of when they mess up and he like his delivery he's like the best one liners and burns that I've ever seen on television. I'd watch it all again, like simply for his performance. It's that good. So if you do know anyone or yourself are interested in politics, I would say definitely recommend this. But um it may not be for everyone. 
because uh, it's just kind of politics. Uh, it's kind of shot like The Office. It's like very documentary kind of style. So yeah, if you want something that is a little bit different, it's got great writing and dialogue. The thick of it, it's def, it's for you. It's definitely for you. And if you do like, it, you won't regret it. And um, that is kind of it for this week's episode, guys. Uh, I'm sorry if this is short, but um, some say a podcast should be like a miniskirt, long enough to cover the important bits, but short enough to maintain interest. Uh, next week we have the big thirty, which is crazy. Uh, I've got a few obs obscure suggestion for the next week's episode from the suggestion box on instagram and um, if you do have any ones that you missed that on please do not afraid to hit me up but i did get one that was on about um how 1960 to 1999 was like the best genre for music and kind of why our generation is so interested in it so i, I really like the suggestion i can't really um i don't know how to talk about 40 years of music in an episode so what i might do is i'm going to talk about uh, the film sing street because it's kind of based in the 80s and uh, to my opinion it is one of the best soundtracks it's the it probably i think it's the best irish film and i'm i'm just a huge fan of it so um yeah that's what i'm going to go with if not if but please get in contact if you want and you can do that by contacting me on instagram at barry abbreviated or if you want to send me an electronic letter, you can do that on barryabraviate at gmail.com. Uh, that is it for this week's episode. Um, I've been Barry. This has been Barry Abraviate. Till next time, take care, take care out there. Uh, maybe I'll see you about because that's legal now, uh, which is a weird sentence to even be saying. But yeah, um, anyways, uh, cheers for listening. Uh, slan, uh, see you later.